0: Hey guys, it's Allison. I am so glad you're here with me. I want to tell you that this podcast, From Weeds to Wildflowers, it's all about resilience. So then it's pretty much about life. And if you've ever experienced life, then this podcast could possibly be for you. I want to put a disclaimer out there first. I am not a therapist. I'm not here to give you advice or to tell you what to do. What I am though, is human. Yep. Same as you, a human being that has an immense desire to want to help people discover ways to heal. There is so much suffering in this world, some of which stems from outside influences, but most of our suffering comes from within, from our own devices. And that is what worries me the most. I too have suffered, and yes, some of which came by means of my own hands. I would love for you to join me and walk alongside me as we navigate this wonderful, beautiful, sometimes frightening thing we call life. Let's find out what we're made of and perhaps we can find ways we can do it better. Help me to unearth skills to dig deep in search of proverbial water that heals. Let's learn how to bloom wherever we find ourselves, not just where we're planted. And uncover the source of our own innate personal happiness. Come on now. Let's do this together. Hey guys, you know, um, I feel like a lot of what we've talked about thus far when talking about resilience and being resilient has been about forward motion, about being strong and steady, getting back up when you're knocked down, being unyielding. Now, I'm not about to negate this, because it's true. Resilience is often literally getting back up when you're knocked down, being strong and not giving up. But I also want to point out that sometimes resilience can mean to soften or to bend. Have you ever driven up a canyon or seen the trees that are present just outside of a canyon? I am ever amazed at the resiliency of those trees. A lot of wind rolls down a canyon, and you know what? If a tree was always to be strong, unbending, or unyielding, well, it wouldn't survive the elements of that canyon. And, in contrast, if you've seen the effect that water has on rock, the rock being immovable, unyielding, inflexible, over time, what happens? The water wears down the rock. The water erodes the stone. So I want you to think about your own life. Do you see where this might apply? Where there are times that being resilient means you need to bend. To be pliable or soft. To go with the flow of things. I've realized that this is just as important as is the being immovable, unbending, tough, strong, and determined. And you know what? Here's a little secret. Well, not much of a secret, but... We can be adaptable and be tough, soft and determined, pliable and strong. As we are both the divine masculine and the divine feminine, we get the privilege and honor of being both. Just because we can bend at times, just because we are malleable and pliant, flexible, it doesn't mean we aren't determined, mighty, and formidable. We get to be both. I wish I'd have realized this when I was younger. Do we stand with resolve and be unyielding, or do we look for a different way? Sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes it's no, and only you are the one that can answer this for your own life and situation, because each situation is different and will call for a different measure of resiliency. I know that when I was trying to find myself and pull myself out of codependency and into independence, I felt that I needed to be unyielding, the strong and unbending, that I had to prove something. Whether that was proving something to myself or to others, I can't be sure, but in looking back, I feel that maybe I could have chosen to bend sometimes rather than break. Because break I did. I still find myself at times ridiculously puffing out my chest wanting to do everything myself and risk the breaking when it really isn't necessary. I don't know why I've had such a hard time figuring this stuff out, but I have. Figuring out how to find the balance in being a single woman who's strong and capable while still being able to be soft and yielding when I need to. I think that I was forever being the one that was yielding always bending, that it has been pretty hard for me to find that balance without feeling like I'm losing myself again. You know, I've been so afraid sometimes of asking for help because of what it might look like, that it might look like weakness, when in essence, it could really be strength. Feeling like I have to do everything myself so that I can prove that I did it all. That I needed no one. Only to find myself alone and broken from the effort with a heart as hard as stone. Letting life erode me. I've even felt that I have to do life alone. That to follow my path, my heart, that I have to do it alone. If I soften and let someone in, then I'll be right back where I was before. And lose myself again. For the longest time, I was unable to see that I could do both. I could follow my path and have love, that one was not exclusive of the other, but perhaps a little bending will be needed here. I can't say that I have it all figured out at this point, but I'm further along than I was before, and maybe, just maybe, in the telling of this, telling about the road I've already walked, along with the path I'm still walking, and the places I might have softened or bent, instead of being unyielding and breaking, maybe this might help you or someone else. And if that's the case, then it was worth the telling. I just know that I don't want to get to the end of my life, beaten, sad, and alone, for the lack of being able to bend when needed. Being able to be moldable and teachable, tensile, it's just as much a blessing as standing firm. I think that I've already proved enough, and in truth, the only one I ever needed to prove anything to was myself, to prove that I'm worthy of great things, of love, of happiness and joy, and finding out that the proving was actually futile, because I was born worthy, and I always will be, but it's forever process with me. And I hope that I'm not the only one, that there are others of my tribe that will be forever learning, growing, and finding new things out about ourselves and how to navigate this beautiful thing we call life. For instance, right now as I'm writing this, I'm in Brussels, Belgium. This is somewhere I've never been. This trip is a whole lot of never bends. And if you want to talk about learning to bend and to soften, I've already had the opportunity to do so on this trip many times. Let me explain here. My friend and I decided that we wanted to visit Europe. So we went about booking passage, flying into London and planning on flying out of Rome. Those were really the only concrete things we knew. We really wanted to fly by the seat of our pants and as such, it has given us ample occasions to choose to bend. As neither of us have ever been to Europe, we know literally nothing about Europe except what we might have learned in school and or videos and books that we used or planned on using in planning this trip. But let's be honest, life has been a bit busy, and not a whole lot of planning occurred, which to a point was perfectly fine, as that was much the way we wanted to travel and approach this trip, letting the universe guide us along the way. And, well, some things you just can't plan for, even in our lack of a plan. We didn't plan on things going awry in Paris and the train system not fully being available to us, thus having to reroute our intended course. Now, we've been pretty fluid and gone with the flow and did so with a good attitude, mind you, and we'd honestly found what we thought were great alternatives. But even at that, plans are just that. Plans. And sometimes, you just have to make a new one. We'd gone from London and then traveled to train by Belgium. We only wanted to spend a day or so here and move on to get to our intended focus sooner. So we spent four hours or so last night trying to get out of Brussels and down to Italy as soon as possible. Because Italy was the country that we were looking forward to spending the most time in. Well, this was a shit show. Not only were we unable to get out of Brussels when we wanted to, or it seems to get out at all, we were having to look at alternative ways to get to Italy that would take us many more days of travel than we had intended. This meant more time spent traveling and less time spent in Italy. We were pretty frustrated by the end of the four hours, with nothing really accomplished and money spent to no avail. So we finally called it a night and decided to bend, to soften, to rest, to rest and to see what new thoughts or inklings a fresh set of eyes and a new day would bring to the situation. We could have kept trying to plow on through, making sure to stick to the plan that we had had in mind, going to the places we had decided upon, or instead, we could let this trip be guided in some other direction. So come morning, with rest and a real intention of doing what felt right, we were able to find a solution a solution that was admittedly better than we had expected. So much can happen when we choose to bend and be a little more flexible instead of unyielding. I can't say that anything bad would have happened had we followed the course that we'd intended. But I also don't know what would have been missed had we not been willing to see a different view, to look at things through a wider lens. There is always a choice. Stand firm or soften. I'm not here to say one is better than the other, but only that there is more than one way to skin a cat. And that, my friend, is for you to choose.